Students for Western Civilization presents We Europeans, a podcast on European-Canadian identity in the 21st century. So we hope that first episode wasn't too uh, dry and academic for you. Uh, which is why that next episode that we're going to give you is a lot more dynamic and entertaining and easier to digest. So what this is, is this is an audio recording of a live audio recording of a time uh, that I got pulled out of class for thinking a bit too critically about the topic uh, of the course, which was race and racism. Uh, this is between myself and two faculty members. So just for a bit of context, uh, I went to York University. I graduated with a degree in psychology and political science. After university, I went to a college to study digital media because I wanted to use those skills for the purpose of activism. And you can see how that manifests in all the stuff that SWC has produced. So while I was at this college, uh, even though I was studying digital media, I also enrolled in a sociology course because I wanted to see if the stuff that gets taught in a college is as extreme as the stuff that gets taught in universities. I also wanted to see if, because this was a few years after I graduated from university, I wanted to see if things had changed at all. And so this course I took, a sociology course on race and racism, it was structured the way every course is structured, uh, which means it has a component that involves class participation. So every class, the teacher would propose questions to the class to start a, start a class discussion. But like so many of these courses, the topics are so politically charged that when the teacher would ask a question, and you see this in almost, I saw this in almost every class, even throughout university, the topics are so charged that it makes everyone so uncomfortable, even the non-white students, that no one wants to say anything. So it often happened that the teacher would propose a question to the class and then everyone would just sit in silence with the teacher looking back and forth, trying to make eye contact with someone who wants to talk. Um, so I'd be sitting at the back of the class and I'd wait patiently for someone to speak. But after maybe 20 seconds of no one saying anything, I'd raise my hand and I'd give my analysis of what whatever the teacher had suggested. But of course, uh, I wouldn't be a good little down on my knees white person and say, oh, we are an especially evil people and we should destroy ourselves and I apologize for my existence. Instead, I'd give a nationalist um, analysis of the Marxist arguments that you know were being presented to us, and I just rip the limbs off them like like we do. But of course, I'd still do it in a calm, respectful way. So one day at the beginning of the class, this was after a few classes. One day I'm sitting in the class, and then someone walks in through the door who I'd never seen before, and he comes up to me and says, "Hi, are you George?" I said, "Yes." He says, "Can you come with me?" So. Uh, we're walking through the hallways of of the school. I don't know where we were going. Um, and I say to him, so this is about thought crime, isn't it? <clears throat> and he says, oh, well, George. And I interrupt him and I say, yes, it is. So we get back to uh, the office of the dean of the college. And the guy who had escorted me was the the head of the liberal arts department. And so they tell me what they're what you're about to listen to. Before we started, I asked them, uh, do you mind if just before we start, I put my recorder on on my phone? And they told me, yeah, go ahead. 
it's as if they're trying to pin something on me, but they haven't quite decided what it is. They start by saying, uh, you're disrupting the class. And I'm like, well, what evidence is there that I'm disrupting the class? And they say, oh, well, you're not properly citing your sources. And then I cite my sources from them for them. And they say, oh, well, you're talking about controversial things. And I'm like, well, the course is about race and racism. It's about the most taboo, uh, controversial thing that there could be. And they say, oh, well, you're disrupting the class. And it just keeps going around in these circles and circles. So there are so many bits of context that I wish I could give you, um, but there's just too much stuff to fit it all in. And I don't want to spend forever talking about context. I want to get to the recording. Uh, so there's just a few things that I'm going to say. Uh, one is that they accuse me of not properly citing my sources or citing improper sources. Uh, what they're referring to is in the course, this is a college course, not a university course. Uh, we were assigned uh, one page journal entries that we were supposed to, to read after every of the academic, every one of the academic articles that we read. And one of the questions that we were asked in like the first class is what is race? And I said, my response was, well, I like Steve Saylor's definition who defined race as um, a slightly inbred extended family. And so I just, I cited him for that. I could have just not cited them and pretended it was my own, my own words and no one would have blinked. So when he's saying that I cite improper sources, he's actually just referring to that one instance where I quote Steve Saylor. Also, don't listen to this as if it's a debate between commentators on a cable news talk show. Because uh, that's not what it is. This is a student versus two faculty members. So there's an obvious power imbalance there. And so uh, throughout the discussion, I'm trying to uh, be as insolent as I can get away with in response to the ridiculousness of the whole Inquisition. Well, at the same time, I'm kind of holding my hand because I know that they could kick me out of the class. So the debate will end around the 35-minute mark. Um, the one of the two... Uh, professors gets in the last word and then I get told, oh, we're out of time. So it ends around the 35 minute mark. And then it kind of, the stuff that follows after that is not really having to do with the debate. It's just kind of administrative stuff. Um, but I'm just going to include it for the sake of full disclosure. So here it is. So uh, I have asked to meet with you, George, because uh, the instructor of the race relations course, Clayton Cobb, has uh, expressed some serious concerns about uh, what he perceives um, as, as, as a value uh, schism between what he's attempting to deliver in terms of the course content and some of the feedback that he's receiving um, from you in particular. So uh, he's spoken with uh, Andrew, who's chair of the Liberal uh, and English Studies uh, Department, and Andrew has come to me to ask for some direction. So I am following process, and I have previously met with the instructor, Clayton Cobb. I've reviewed the course material that he has prepared, the outline, the syllabus, the reading material, etc. And today I had wanted to meet with you to hear your perspective um, uh, in, in terms of a following process, and then we can dis uh, perhaps discuss some options. So. Um, this might come as a surprise, it might not, um, but I would just appreciate hearing from your perspective, um, you know, your thoughts about the course and the delivery and the integrity of the, um, the, the, the content. So, uh, so I signed up for the course um, expecting to, for it to be exactly what it is, expecting it to be uh, 
extremely biased and one-sided and uh, uh, you know the readings to reflect only one side of the story and uh, you know on, on, on race relations for a curriculum to consist exclusively of leftist perspectives and uh, no rightist perspectives um, and that's really what I'm, I'm fascinated by I'm not just taking the course to study race relations in Canada I'm taking the course because I'm fascinated by the degree of corruption within, you know, our school system and uh, especially within, like, sociology. Um, in the United States, <clears throat> if you look at voting patterns, uh, uh, voters for the Democratic Party, if you look at, uh, you know, Democratic voters versus Republican voters, uh, Democratic voters outnumber Republicans among sociologists by a ratio of, like, 29 out of 30. And so it's like, it's, it's, it's... I think that's fascinating that it's so so one-sided, so so politically biased and uh, biased, and so that's that's why I've taken the courses. I just think it's so fascinating, and and you know when it comes to race relations, I feel like the stuff that's getting taught, not just in Clayton's course, like Clayton is delivering exactly what I expected him to deliver. Um, uh, this the the content of what gets taught in in you know modern liberal arts departments, when it comes especially to race relations. I feel is is really hostile towards European peoples. Um, I would even like categorize it technically as hate speech. These ideas that that you know uh, race is a social construct which was invented by white people as part of a conspiracy to oppress the rest of humanity. The idea that all of Western civilization, including multicultural Canada, including uh, the United States with its black president. All of Western civilization are, are, is, is a white supremacist society. All white people are racists, and only white people can be racist. You know, I think by definition, hate speech is the incitement of hatred towards an identifiable group. And so these types of lessons and messages are in, in, inciting feelings of uh, antagonism and anim animosity towards European peoples. Can I just jump in for a split second? Because I, I hear and, and see some of the, this is Andrew um, over here. Uh, I just, I have to ask you, can you identify specific places within actual text that Clayton is teaching where you could, uh, you could make a, a really fair, because to argue that someone is doing hate speech, mm -hmm. so if we look at the Supreme Court decisions in the United States on hate speech, mm -hmm. there's a lot of guide rails around what qualifies as hate, okay? Mm -hmm. So for example, hate speech is speech that interrupts and um, uh, oppresses someone else's rights to speak. And so it would be interesting to me to see fair like, evidence of any of this. I, I, I've looked at Clayton's materials, and I don't think that an objective third party mm -hmm. would find this stuff to be hate speech. Well, so in Canada, hate speech is defined as the incitement of hatred towards an identifiable group, or to... Uh, any material that is intended or likely to circulate extreme feeling, feelings of opprobrium or enmity towards a racial or religious group. And, and so this is a theme, like in, in all of the texts, of, of this, this narrative of white people oppressing everyone else. And it's not really a, a study of race relations, it's a study of one perspective on race relations. So the concept of race as a cultural construct is, you're arguing, hate speech. No. Okay, because you, you started here saying something that was, I think, quite present in the course. They are, in fact, looking at the, 
the concept. It's very common in academic discourse. I don't know whether you'd want to define that all as left-wing or right-wing. Mm -hmm. But um, the concept of, of race as a cultural construct is something that's been there now for several decades. In sociology. In sociology and, and, and history and, and cultural studies and all sorts of different But, but who, who cares what plumbers think about skin cancer? Like, um, like race is a genetic question. And we should be studying, you know, works of, of, of geneticists. If you look at what he's presenting, you don't see in the text. So I'd, I'd ask you to identify a text mm -hmm. and identify some language in that text mm -hmm. that you feel would warrant the claim of it being hate speech. That's so a very, very strong claim mm -hmm. to have coming into a class mm -hmm. we haven't even gotten halfway through. Mm -hmm. It strikes me. Mm -hmm. I think anybody, any reasonable person, mm -hmm. would think that you perhaps came into the class having this view. I absolutely came into the class having this view. Because you've said it's, it's, he's worked out to match your theory perfectly. Mm -hmm. and, and it's odd that you don't need the course to graduate that whatsoever. Well, it's because I'm fascinated by the topic. One could worry that you're there to disrupt the class. Well, you'd find, well uh, disrupt the class, I mean... Is there, any, the is, there any, is there any evidence of that disrupting the class? I'm just I'm pointing something out that I think uh, an objective observer would, would, would kind of note at this point. Well, I don't think an objective observer will be able to find objective evidence that I'm disrupting the class. Has Clayton, has Clayton accused me of disrupting the class? I'm wondering whether coming into a class of this sort yeah. with a fully formed theory yeah. of what you're going to find. Yeah. Finding that theory, yeah. including claims to hate speech and other sorts of things, mm -hmm. and not being able to cite it in any of the texts. Well, well I, you haven't given me an opportunity to cite it. I've been I asked twice, so I, I thought you'd, you'd probably have something in mind at this point. Well, just this, uh, so we watched the video of, um, uh, what's it called, Race, the Power of an Illusion. And just this narrative of how... Uh, uh, race was invented by white people. Race is a social construct invented by white people as part of a conspiracy to oppress other peoples. That message, telling it to you know both white people and not white non-white people, uh, it, you know, it, uh, uh, incites feelings of hostility towards Europeans. And so, if hate speech is, is messages which incite uh, feelings of hatred, then by def that meets the definition. That's just one of many examples. I could get, I could, you know, as I read the, as I read the texts, I highlight things as I go along and say, this stands out to me, this stands out to me. Um, so, you know, if I could sit down and write out a whole uh, argument, I could do that. I mean, I've, I, I've got I lots of evidence. interject? Um, because in the meeting with Clayton, yeah. um, he, uh, he really feels, I guess, as, as both of you are discussing, that you do have an agenda and that he, on, on his side, has a syllabus that he's trying to follow mm -hmm. to raise awareness mm -hmm. around race relations mm -hmm. in Canada specifically. Mm -hmm. And that the agendas are, are not aligned, and he is feeling quite upset about the, um, the, the disconnect in terms of, of the values, and, and uh, he wants to, to follow the learning outcomes, and he wants to try to make sure that the class is is a comfortable learning environment, mm -hmm. and he has expressed, I guess, to, to Andrew and to myself that um, this has been compromised, and uh, I have had a chance to look at um, uh, the, the, 
background material that, that he's prepared and provided everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, he did share with me, um, I guess maybe one of your first papers where you were quite clear in, in terms of um, finding um, the, the course less than, than meeting what you had hoped in terms of uh, discourse, mm -hmm. but at the same time he's pointed out, and, and uh, as I have seen, that a lot of your references are not scholarly or academic. Give me, or, give me an example. The, uh, a couple of the bloggers that you've referenced. Steve uh, Saylor. Steve Saylor, yeah. uh, who is not a, a scholar that, that would be on the same... Uh, but I, I, didn't, I didn't reference him for anything academic, I just referenced his words, his definition of race. That would be an academic... Well, it's not something that requires research, it's just a way of phrasing something. My, my point, though, is that what Clayton is attempting to do, both mm -hmm. in the, the readings that he's providing and uh, in the, the outcomes for the course, is really uh, trying to cite you know, oh. the, uh, oh. the scholarly references. No way, no way, no way. You, you look at the readings of the course, and like all over the place, I say, I'm highlighting things saying, where's the reference for this? Where's the reference for this? Like, I, I wonder, one of the questions I've been, I've been thinking about is, are we getting the, the un, unabridged versions of the, of, the, of the text? Because there's all these claims all over the place where I'm thinking, man, the scholarly standards for this writing is just on the floor. Like, I, I, I don't agree that, that Clayton is trying so hard to find texts uh, that, that are scholarly written and, and, and uh, there's a citation behind every claim. Uh, I think it's... Okay, well then, let's cut to the chase. My role here is to make sure that we've got a, a successful, productive, collegial learning environment that's going to benefit you, George, as well as the other students in the class, yeah. as well as Clayton. Yeah. And right now, that's being compromised. Well, no, but wait, is it though? Like, has, has he said, am I, am I raising my voice in class and interrupting him? Am, am I am I swearing? Oh, oh, issues! What are you saying? Issues? I mean, we're talking about race relations in Canada. If I'm if I'm raising rightist perspectives, that's that's the role of the class. Are we are we studying race relations in Canada or not? If we're, if we're going to study something, we should be studying it from all perspectives, not just one side that's of the story. Your opinion, oh no no no! Wait, wait, wait oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Are you telling me it's my opinion that uh, is it's it's the responsibility of an educator to ex if we're going to study something, we're not going to indoctrinate ourselves in one side of the story. We're gonna we're gonna study something from all angles. Why, why are you smiling? Isn't that isn't that absolutely true? I mean, what am I doing if I'm if I'm raising other perspectives than the ones that are that are presented in the text? How, can, how could that be considered disrupting the course? Isn't that the purpose of the course? Aren't we there to study these issues from multiple perspectives? Isn't that, isn't that the responsibility of an educator? Aren't these good points? Like, tell me I'm crazy. Like, isn't this, isn't this true? You've come into the course with an agenda. So, so is the teacher. To. So is the teacher. Precisely. And he's the one running the course. Yeah, and His course outline is the one that we need to support. And I agree with you in terms of raising issues. Yeah. The way you are raising them and the citations you're making to date have caused Clayton concern that you have an agenda that you want to push and you're not open to collegial discourse around other opinions. If I wasn't open to other perspectives, why would I be taking the course? That's a good question. I'm absolutely open to other perspectives. I'm fascinated by other perspectives. So you want to talk about who's not open to other perspectives? Look at what happens when someone raises anything other than a leftist perspective on these issues. I'm, I'm absolutely open to, to, to hearing what you guys have to say. Uh, the reason why I'm so, uh, I feel, you know, I feel like there's a, 
uh, a lot to be said on this stuff because I know a lot about it. I've spent, you know, I have a, 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 a degree from York University. I've spent five years writing essays from your guys' perspectives, regurgitating back to you what you want to hear about how we are an evil and an especially immoral people, about how we should be ashamed and get down on our knees. I know your perspective better than you do. I know your perspective inside and out. I'm very familiar with your perspective. And the fact that I understand your perspective so well you know, is, is, is empowering to proponents of my perspective. And the fact that you are so bigoted, because what is bigotry? Bigotry is the quality of being intolerant of other people's perspectives. The fact that you are so intolerant of other people's perspectives and that you're unwilling to even consider if someone were to stand up and even voice uh, 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 another perspective in a, in a polite and respectful way, I get pulled out of class and say, hey, what are you doing? Thinking the thoughts that you're not supposed to be thinking. You know, and, and because you're Excuse so... Excuse me, nobody has said that to you ever. Well, I just want well, to be really clear. And please don't raise your voice, okay? We're trying to help make a collegial uh, learning environment here. Well, uh, you know, and you don't come across as someone. You interrupted me several times. You raised your voice. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't see this as a collegial I'll, discussion. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I, I didn't perceive I was raising my voice. You were. And I'm sorry. And and I did mean to to interrupt you. And in I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, but you know, I think if the issue is that I'm disrupting the class, you know, has there been any evidence of that? I'm, I'm not sure that disrupting the class is the issue. The issue is. The, um, the uncomfortable position you're placing your instructor in in terms of trying to deliver the content to the class. So what, how, how am I making you uncomfortable? By, by voicing contrary perspectives? You're Within not. the readings that I, that I sent, sorry, I interrupted you. Continue. Well, we've looked at some of the work that you, I, I don't want to, but just take a little bit of the focus. I've looked at your work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't address the questions that the course is asking. So it, uh, don't interrupt. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You seem like a reasonable fellow. Mm -hmm. okay. I am. Go ahead. Your work isn't addressing the questions. Actually, as a writer, I can see that you've come to the question with a different question. Mm -hmm. And you're asking this different question. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be very successful in the course because you're quick, but because you don't need the course. It's not about passing the course. What mm -hmm. it's really about mm -hmm. is disrupting the course. By challenging the courses, not the, a, a, a position in the course, challenging the course. Okay. And I think that, that at, the, at the basis of this, if you were being fair, you would recognize that. Now, you, if, if you're interested in free, free perspective, so I'm going to suggest to you that the only reason you're really here mm -hmm. is obviously that there's things happening in the class mm -hmm. that are disrupting the ability of the teacher to teach the class. He's a he's 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 got my support, mm -hmm. and so when 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 you're here, it's because there's been, uh, you know, there's been. I don't want to. I haven't been able to to be in the classroom. I didn't want to disrupt what was going on. Mm -hmm. I thought probably best to come and talk to you directly, mm -hmm. but it is disruptive. What is specifically the the. I can only say the things that you're doing in the class. Well, well that you can't. You're not making an argument then. You're saying. You're I'm saying presenting that what I would normally do as uh -huh. as the chair. The faculty come. They, they they can speak to me about things that are happening in the class. Yeah. I do take uh, them very seriously. Mm -hmm. And so you know, I, here you are. Mm -hmm. uh, your your works to date in the class is on questions that aren't being asked in the class. 
does, which you may not like that. You'd like the questions to be different. Well, I'll address the, that. When the the questions speaking. are different than the ones you're, you're answering. Yep. So you're going off in a different direction. You're not successful in the course because you're not answering the questions, not because you're not answering the way we want you to, but you're not actually taking up a detailed look at the material. Mm -hmm. and, and the last piece is uh, I trust an experienced professor's report mm -hmm. that, this is, that this is disrupting the other students' abilities to focus and understand what is sometimes pretty complicated stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think we're, we're not talking free speech, although you want to make this about free speech. I think we're talking about whether the classroom is the place for you to make, be making these arguments or, you know, or, or, or perhaps in places where you, you know that this class takes as a, as a position, as a starting topic, Mm -hmm. the cultural construct of race, mm -hmm. and you despise this idea, and you mm -hmm. oppose it deeply. Okay. So you want to come in there, you can't start where everybody else is starting, because your feeling is race, it's racial-based, geneticist-based definitions, and so you can't kind of participate in the class. You can't even answer the questions that are being asked, because they're offensive to you. So I'd ask why you're there. Mm. Okay, so uh, at the beginning of the course, Clayton said that um, we could be flexible with how we answer those questions because he said the reason for these readings, the reason for the, for the journals is for our own benefit, to explore the ideas that we want to explore. So, so that's, you know, when I read a text, um, the, way I've, the way I've perceived it is that the questions are there to get you thinking, to write something down. You know, really, he said, it seems like the, the re purpose of the journals is to demonstrate that you've, you've read the text. And so... Uh, so yeah, I'm, I, you know, I, I, have, I read the text and then I have some thoughts and then I, you know, I write down what, I, what I'm, my, my, my passionate perspective is, you know, the things that, you know, the, the thoughts that I'm having. And I, that's the way I've understood is the purpose of, of the exercise of those journals. Um, and, uh, and so yeah, the, the, so the bigger issue is this idea of, of what, are, are you committed to saying I'm disrupting the course or what is, what is, is, is that? We're talking to you today because we've had conversations with your professor yeah. and that the the, the performance in the room has meant that you are affecting the learning of other students. Affecting the learning yeah. of other students. Yeah. And so, and so, but oh, don't say so passionately because you said you can't think of specific examples of, of how I'm affecting the learning. Like, I know that I'm presenting other perspectives, but it's, but like, can you think of specific, like, am I, what am I doing other than presenting other perspectives? Um, it strikes me that I think that we haven't gotten into that kind of level. Of ah, people. okay. So really, you, you don't really have an argument here. You, no, no, you, you, you can't. You can't. You can't think of specific examples. That you are disrupting the class. I'm not saying I've seen. Okay. You well. Disrupt that okay. Class. So here's your homework. You got to find out specifically don't what. Tell me what I need to do as a homework assignment. Well, I think what you perhaps need to do as a homework assignment is start answering some of the questions that are being asked in the class. Well, if that's if that's what's being asked of us, then I can totally do that. You interrupted me. This, this, okay, this. Please, let's try to keep this at another level, uh -huh. which is what the whole issue is, I think. Uh -huh. uh, okay, so um, so back to the, the issue. Um, so I'm disrupting the class. Um, we still, you know, if we're going to change something, you know, if, if there's a behavior on my part that we need to address, we need to find out what that behavior is. I mean, you, obviously, you, you, it's not a behavior. It's not a behavior. So what, I'm presenting other perspectives, and that's a problem. But the point is that the perspectives you're presenting are yeah. not being backed up oh. with the level of scholarly research uh -huh. that Clayton is trying to instill in the papers. Those journals are meant to be journals. They're not, they're not meant to be research papers. 
I mean, just earlier, you accused me of being a Caucasian bigot. You you know more about me. Caucasian than bigot. I, I called you Caucasian. Bigotry. You are making statements that are contentious. Right. Well, of course it's making contentious statements. The, the accusation that white people invented race as a part of a conspiracy to oppress everyone else is a very political statement. You know, it's a political course, political topics. And, you know, I'm presenting opposing perspectives, and, and that's totally legitimate. That's our it's our responsibility as students to question our education. I don't, I don't argue that at all. I agree with you. It's the, the sensitivity of the issues at stake here, mm -hmm. and it's the importance of being able to back up your argument with substantive scholarly, you know, whether it's peer judged or mm -hmm, whatever, mm -hmm. opinions. Mm -hmm. Well, I could totally do that, but the journals, the journals are meant to be quick little things you write down to demonstrate that you read the, the work. So that's not the place for, you know, we're not meant, to, we're not expected to take the time to go and do all the research. I mean, you know. But you're making, you're making strong statements. So is the course. And that is the purpose of that course. And okay, so then I'm fulfilling the purpose of the course if it's to make strong statements. But you haven't been listening. You, you can make strong statements as you have done to mm -hmm. me, to, to Andrew, mm -hmm. and, and in the course. Mm -hmm. But uh, you've got to, you've got to be coming from a place where, where it's grounded in, in a learning environment. Yeah. Okay. So um, when you showed us that propaganda video of, um, of race and the power of an illusion, I, I all from memory, I, I pointed out. Um, you know, about how uh, uh, Stephen Jay Gould, in his book, which was published, Mismeasure of Man, in 1988, and how it was challenged two years later in 89 by John Michael of McAllister University. And uh, it was challenged again in 2011 in a study done by, by Stanford. Um, do you know Mismeasure of Man? And he measured the skulls of, I think, Watson was the name of the, Watson or something like that was the name of the, uh, the original skull sample which was studied. And it was, you know, people full-on accused um, Gould of, of fraud and faking his data. And, you know, those, those, those are direct sources. John Michael of McAllister University and that other study that was done at, done at, uh, um, at uh, Stanford. And, uh, you know, I can totally back up my ideas. Like, I... I <laughs> Your ideas, George, are, are a different agenda. The agenda of yeah. the course is about looking well, at the history of race relations in Canada. Mm -hmm. And how that is affecting our multicultural society mm -hmm. and our our, yeah. our laws and so on. Okay. Your agenda mm -hmm. is your agenda. Well, that is not the agenda of the course. Well, if my agenda, uh, if the agenda of the course is to look at race relations in Canada, I'm absolutely looking at race relations in Canada. You're looking at race. Uh, well, and so is the course. I mean, that's part of the discussion of race relations in Canada. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's you know, there's not much of a argument there. I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at race relations in Canada. Of course I'm looking at race. I'm just looking at it from a writer's perspective. What do you think? There's a thought behind that face. No one makes that face without a thought. George, I think lots of things. And I think you do too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, so as I, as I get to listen, because Michael can now listen while I talk to you, so it's unfair to you. You're, 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 you're working hard. I'm having fun. Go ahead. And you're doing what you want to do. I know that. Okay. Um, you know, the mismeasure of man and its crit 
critics, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can no doubt find uh, uh, lots of, of stuff mm-hmm. done by uh, voices mm-hmm. from perspectives that reconfirm right, a position that you hold, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I've sat with students and tried to identify to them that a scientific thought mm-hmm. is not one that looks for confirmation, but tries to find falsifications. It truly challenges itself. It mm-hmm. tries to find ways in which it might err. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that idea? Uh, yeah, yeah. Who, who was it? Was it uh, Popper? Popper. Or Popper. So I ask you, are you looking for opportunities to test your ideas, or are you merely trying to beat up somebody else who didn't know that you were going to come at them uh, fully formed with a with a complete set of opinions, fully you know ready to go? I think I think frankly, mm-hmm. you you kind of take it's surprise attack. And then you kind of run because ultimately. Oh you, man, you're being you're being kind of. I'm just. You asked for my thoughts. I'm sorry. Oh uh, okay. And, and to be honest, you still. You're still responsible for your you've, thoughts. You've been you've been citing a film you saw. Yeah. Right. And a figure in the film. Yeah. And then you went online and looked at if anybody out there, you know, had had, uh, had critiqued that idea. Well, there's a whole book written. But about texts. That. Yeah. Is what we're talking about. Reading those texts carefully, and defending the position that this constitutes hate speech Mm -hmm. is where we began this conversation. I interrupted you asking for evidence of these ideas. Mm -hmm. And I don't see them yet. Well, And you've said you can provide it, but it's not been... I would think that having come into this course open to whatever perspectives would be presented, Mm -hmm. and that here you have something to read, and suddenly, shockingly, you find hate speech. Mm -hmm. But you can't cite anything particular. No, come on, I cited it. Defending, defending the idea that this is hate speech is an easy thing to do. If hate speech is the incitement of hatred towards an identifiable group, then you if, know these messages. I think these these messages can, are, are, are. I mean, right now, are, right now, there's a talk going on in the class. Right? We pulled you out, and I unhappily yeah. did so because I think you know students need to be in their classes, um, and they're doing residential schools. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. The identification of of, of, a, of a terrible history mm-hmm. that that occurs to a specific group mm-hmm. doesn't impose some sort of uh, hatred of another group. It merely identifies the history. Well, okay? come on, though. I mean, so, so when you say, you know, identifying the, the, the fact of oppression mm-hmm. in, in, in a society mm-hmm. is not the same thing as condemning a group that isn't, identi- isn't being oppressed in that society. Mm-hmm. You do have to ultimately do a careful job of finding the history, finding what happened, and reporting it. I mean, that's one thing, the history that's being accounted for in the class. Is it accurate? Is it up to academic standards? Mm-hmm. So that's one question. Mm-hmm. The other question is whether the, 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 uh, the starting point of the class is the, is the cultural construct of race. Mm-hmm. And your position is that that idea is deeply disturbing to you. And so that all the texts that work from that starting spot mm-hmm. are going to be things you can't respond to because you're going to be unhappy with the starting position. Mm-hmm. I think uh, my job is to, to say that this can be very hard for students who don't have preconceived perspectives to, op- to get into a class and kind of engage in a real reading of the text mm-hmm. when someone is already sitting behind them saying the entire starting position of this course is, is wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you see how that could, at some level, say, well, wait a minute, before we can get 
to a position such as the one you're trying to hold, mm -hmm. is it possible to just entertain some of this stuff and see where it goes? But it's hard when you're there to block every avenue of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what you just said is oh. so. I mean, thank you for 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 you know listening to me while I I kind of presented that. Um, I wonder why you persist in this. I really do. Like what you just said is a very telling thing. The idea that um, you know we can't we can't are we are we short on time or something? No. I've got about three more minutes. I'm sorry. Three more minutes. Uh, okay. Okay. So then, if three more minutes, then then uh, so uh, to the big picture here. Uh, so, uh, am I disrupting the class? I mean, I'm presenting other perspectives. Well, we wanted to meet today to talk to you. It seemed like it would be a good idea. Yeah. So I appreciate that you come and talk to us. Yeah. I don't want to take, but I think we probably want to talk a little bit at this point. I'd like to get back to you. I'd like to debrief with Andrew. Yeah. Um, my opportunity here was to hear your your thoughts, George. Um, from what I understand, just to sort of recapture, um, you don't need the course for credit. Uh, you don't necessarily have any um, misconceptions about what the course was designed to do and, and perhaps even how it's delivered and its content. You see this as an opportunity, though, to bring, uh, for, for, if I can use these, these terms, uh, a more appropriate discourse in terms of looking at alternative agendas around race uh, within the course. Um, I have to express again that, that uh, your instructor has come forward to uh, the chair and, and to the dean and, and expressed real concerns about the, the learning environment and um, his discomfort with some of the, the approaches that have been taken. So I'm taking this seriously, that's the reason I'm involved. Um, we don't want to compromise your education, we don't want to compromise the education of the other students in the class, and we don't want to compromise the, the, you know, the, uh, the mental and physical health of the instructor. He's taught this before, this is, you know, it's not something new to him. So I think that what I'd like to do is to maybe debrief with, with the chair, with Andrew, and get back to you very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, Are you thinking about kicking me out of the course? Not out of the course. Uh, out of the school? Not out of the school. <laughs> out of something? <laughs> no, okay. No. No. no, as I say again, we want to, to try to make sure that you are successful as a student. And right now, that success is being compromised because your instructor is, is really feeling discomfortable with um, not only the, um, perhaps the, the values, but the, the way that you're presenting them in, in some of the, the written material. So, one, one option could be that you continue, but perhaps we find a tutor or there's a one-on-one -on -one, you know, op opportunity to make sure that you still could complete and get the credit um, and still do the readings and meet the learning outcomes, mm -hmm. but um, uh, we, we, we just have to discuss, I think, internally what, what is best for, and then get back to you. Okay. Um. I didn't receive any negative feedback on the first journal that I submitted. That's the only one I've received feedback on yet. Okay. And so in terms of grades, like I, I didn't perceive that I was having any trouble with, with uh, you know, okay. the, my grades in the course. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, I, I just want to make it clear that, you know, if, if the accusation is that I'm disrupting the class, then I think I would, you know, I think it's important if we're going to specify 
what am I doing? Am I raising my voice in class? Am I swearing? Am I doing anything other than presenting other perspectives? And I want to be clear that that isn't the, and it's not an accusation. This is, we're not accusing you of anything, right? Sure. I'm following due process. I've met with Clayton, now I've met with you. Now I need to just debrief and, and reflect and get back to you quickly so that your, your learning isn't compromised and the instructor is, is uh, comfortable and we can move forward. Okay, cool. Okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, thanks both.